Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I am your host and your guide, Sharon D. Meadows. If you've been here before, welcome back. Welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Before I get started today, I want to just pause for a moment. I saw some really sad and heartbreaking news that Matthew Perry had passed away. Um, I I am a huge fan of Friends, as well as probably most of us. (laughs) We got the t-shirt, remember, (laughs) we all got the t-shirt. So that just, you know, I felt that, you know, I felt it. Um, Having been a huge fan of his and and his work, and it's just a, a, a great loss. We, we lost someone great. So I just want to take a moment to pause and acknowledge that and my deepest condolences and sympathy to his family and his fans because we all love him. Now, if this is your first time here, you may be wondering what gives me credibility to talk about self-love. If you've been here before, you know why. But if you're new, I've been on an intentional journey to self-love since January 2018. So nearly six years. I put in the work. I've done the work. And so I started this podcast to help others on their journey to self-love so that we can take this walk together hand in hand on learning to love ourselves. Who am I? I am an inspirational speaker, a transformative teacher, and I am the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New You. Now that we've been properly introduced, I want to get into this topic for this episode. Now, if you're new, just stay with me. If you've been here before, you know that I don't I don't go do research on self-love and I don't go listen to other people's stuff. I speak on my own experience. I speak on what I know, not what I heard. I speak on what I live, not what someone told me. I speak on what has transformed my life and the lives of those that I have been able to touch. Gatekeepers. I want to talk about gatekeepers on this episode. So I am what I consider a seasoned sales professional. And I've worked on both sides. I've done B2C stuff, B2B stuff, even B2G. Be, be business to government. I've done I've done all avenues of business <laughs> and sales and consulting. However, there is one thing that is consistent across the board. And it's the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. If you're in sales or you're in business, you know who the gatekeeper is. If, if not, if, you know, if you don't know, if you haven't heard that term before, the gatekeeper is the person that has been appointed to the business to guard and protect it. 
there's a movie. It just popped in my mind. I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but it had gargoyles in it. <laughs> just, that just popped in my mind. And not that I'm calling a gatekeeper a gargoyle, but just to, just to give it a visual. So I don't know which movie it is, but there's a movie and I'm just picturing it. There's like a door and on each side of the door, there are gargoyles. You know, now that I'm picturing it, it was probably a scary movie. I just can't remember what it is. But um, there there were gargoyles by the door. So the gatekeeper um, is responsible for protecting and guarding the gate. (laughs) And the gate would be entryway to where you try to get to. Most times in business, we want to get to the decision maker. Well, the gatekeeper is there to protect the decision maker from you wasting their time or just whatever, you know, you know, calling them, bothering them or whatever. They, they're busy. They're running a business. They have something, something to do. So the gatekeeper is there to protect them. Now, now that we've painted that picture, let's talk about how that can translate to life. On every, in an everyday life, in our everyday lives. Who is your gatekeeper? Who is the gatekeeper of your life? Who? Do you even have one? Do you have someone appointed to protecting and guarding entryway to you? Now, I'm asking the question, but I already know the answer for some of us, self-included. How many times have we allowed people just easy access into our life? How many times have we allowed situations in which the person tip, tip, tip on the door, we open it, hey, come on in to your life. They barely knock. And now they ain't... They in the front door. How many times have we lived in a season in which there was no door? People could just come and go as they please. I'm talking to somebody. How many times there was no gargoyle outside your door? There was no, no gatekeeper protecting entryway into your life. Hell, you ain't even have no door sometimes. It was just off the hinges and people could just come and go in your life as they please. No checking on that, no background check, no nothing. No character check, no nothing. They, they didn't even have to knock. There was no door there. They would just walk on in. Boom, they're in your life. Causing all kinds of havoc and chaos. So I'm going to ask again, who has been appointed to be the gatekeeper of your life? Now, all my religious church folks that's going to say God (laughs) is guarding the door. No, God has better things to do than guard your door. So what God does is give you discernment, discernment, so that 
You can guard your own door. You can guard access into your own life. Now, does God intervene sometimes? Yes, God does. If you've been here before, you know I like to share a story. <laughs> now, I am divorced, so I'm going to share a little story. Now, about how God will intervene, but God is not, God does not have time to sit there and watch your door. God just does not. God is, God is busy guarding, <laughs> not guarding, guarding, not guarding. Okay. So I am divorced, but back many, many years ago, I met a gentleman and I'm not going to say there, and I'm not about to bash my former husband. I'm just going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the story, my truth. So we, we, there wasn't any chemistry there per se. And I really didn't love myself back then. So with regard to that door, that entryway into my life, let me see, how can I put it? Um, um, let me see how I can put my door back then. Okay. It wasn't a door necessarily. Um, if you remember back in the day, we would have like doorways. Then people would have things hanging from the doorways. And then you had to kind of part whatever the thing was it could be beads or or um cloth material some type of material whatever it wasn't a door is my point that was probably what i had back then so you could kind of peek in and then come on in so it wasn't completely wide open but it was almost there i wasn't guarding entryway into my life back then. I didn't love myself. So I meet him. I meet this gentleman. There's really not a lot of chemistry, but at the time I was working a lot. At that time, I, in my corporate career, I worked in information technology and I worked around the clock. That's another story for another day, but I was very, very busy. I, there were times where I made be at the office until 3 a.m. I go home, take a shower, change clothes, brush my teeth, maybe grab breakfast, maybe not, and get right back to the office, and I'm back in there at 6 a.m. So I, my life was like that. So as far as investing time into meeting someone and really getting to know them, I didn't have that kind of time, but I was lonely, and I didn't love myself. That's a dangerous combination, lonely and not loving yourself. Mm. But that's where I was at. So I didn't have a, a big old door up there with a dead boat on it. I had like them little beads <laughs> hanging, yeah, easy access, easy, easy entry, right? So I met the gentleman. We didn't quite have any chemistry or anything, but I was lonely. And I didn't love myself. I'm going to repeat that. I was lonely and I didn't love myself. When you're lonely and you don't love yourself, the gatekeeper gives everybody a pass. 
The gatekeeper gives anybody a pass. The gatekeeper ain't keeping the gate when you're lonely and you don't love yourself. I'm talking to somebody. This is you right now. You're lonely and you lack self-love. And your gate is not being kept. But I digress. Let me get back to the story. I didn't have time. I just said that I was working around the clock. So I meet this gentleman. There's no real chemistry there. I'm lonely. I don't love myself. My gate is not being kept. He can come on in. He walked through the little stringly beads. And now he's in my life. And I'm lonely and I don't love myself. So what does that mean? There were no standards. There were no standards. When you're lonely and you don't love yourself, you lack standards and you lack boundaries. I'm speaking from experience, y'all. I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I've been through it and I learned. If it breaks your heart, but it clears your vision, it's a win. I'm trying to give you my win. I'm trying to help somebody. So he's in my life. And I just said with the, with the, the, the rules of engagement, lonely, didn't love myself, lack boundaries, no standards, easy access, gate not being kept. But why did I start talking about this? We was talking about God is busy guarding and not guarding. Right? That's what I said. Very quickly, this relationship evolved. Very, very quickly. Because I was lonely and I didn't love myself and I liked boundaries and I didn't have any standards. And my gate was unkept. And God was busy guarding and not guarding. God gave me discernment so I could do it for myself. And I was lonely and I didn't love myself. So I didn't discern properly. So the relationship progressed very, very quickly. Very quickly. And when I say quick... If you know me personally, you know how quick it was. <laughs> um, but because that's my business, I'm not going to talk about it, how quick it was. Just use your imagination. Use your imagination. So it, it evolved very quickly. And now a date has been set. Because I was lonely and I didn't love myself. And I liked boundaries. And I had no standards. A date is set. Right before the wedding, right before the wedding. This is a true story. Right before the wedding, I got sick, violently ill. Couldn't keep food down, couldn't keep, just went to the hospital. They didn't know what was going on with me. My body was, my body was rejecting itself. It felt like I was very, very sick. I was dropping weight, <laughs> not to get in the dress. <laughs> I was sick. I was sick. 
no one, the doctors didn't have a clue what was going on. What, what was causing me to not be able to keep food down, um, me being violently ill. Doctors didn't have a clue. Got out of the hospital, continued on with the wedding arrangements. A week or two later, back in the hospital again. It was as if my body was fighting me. I was in the hospital again, still no clue what was causing it. They hydrated me, gave me some potassium, and sent me on my way. A week later, I walked down the aisle in a dress that was too big. <laughs> we, 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 tried to, we tried to get it to fit, but I had lost so much weight. My body was fighting me. And then I was married. And it was, that's another story for another day. But it was, um, it was an experience. And then I was divorced. And that broke my heart because I had to make a decision that I wasn't necessarily looking forward to making. But through that process, it gave me clarity. It cleared my vision, and in retrospect, when I look back on it, God was trying to tell me something. So when I say to my religious church people, when I said, who's, who's guarding the door, who's guarding entryway into your life? And you say, well, God, God, God is guarding, not guarding. Now, God did try to intervene, but because I was lonely and I didn't love myself and I liked boundaries and I didn't have any standards. I missed the mark. I missed the mark. I missed the mark. God did try to intervene, but I missed the mark. <clears throat> I need to take a quick break and grab a drink of water. Please don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for staying with me and not going anywhere during the water break. So before the water break, we talked about my experience in which I was lonely and I didn't know how to love myself and I didn't have any solid, healthy boundaries and I didn't have expectations for what I deserved and desired and and I lacked standards. I can be transparent. There's no transformation without transparency. And the reason I've been able to obtain transformative results on my journey to self-love is because I'm honest with myself. I'm honest with myself. 
I spend time alone with myself. I reflect on situations and experiences so that I can have clarity on what happened. And I can use my hindsight to have clear vision and not only clear vision, but hindsight is twenty twenty. It gives you perfect vision. You feel me? So I wanna I wanna broaden this because we <laughs> everybody love talk about relationships. We all <laughs> We all lonely. We want somebody, right? Right. We love talk about relationships. Look, I'm, this, I, I wasn't, I don't script this. I just flow from my heart. I just want to throw this out there because this, this just popped in my head because sometimes I get ideas and thoughts in my mind. Has anyone ever noticed? I'm going to get back to the podcast, to the topic of gatekeepers, but has anyone ever noticed that when we're little and we're in school, um, you know, we, we go through like elementary school, we go through all our grades and it's like, focus on your school, focus on your school, study, study. And, and then we get in junior high and study and it's all talk about LSAT, the LSAT, and then taking the, the, the SAT and preparing for college and, and figuring out what you want to be when you grow up and, and, um, you know, identifying which college you want and, and all that good stuff. You know, there's like school is centered around that when you're in, you know, all through school. And then when you get in college, it's about, um, you know, what do you want to be after college? What, what, what kind of career do you want? What are you going to major in? You know, it's all that kind of focus, right? It's all that. And then as soon as you graduate from college, what happens? <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going with this. Anybody ever thought about this before? The entire time from kindergarten, preschool, whatever, all the way up and through college. And, and even if you go to grad school or medical school or law school, wherever, you know, it, it's all this focus on education, focus on your education, focus on your education. And then as soon as you get educate, educated, what happens? Everything turns to focusing on relationships. Am I lying? Am I the only one that thinks that? Am I lying? When you get when you get done with your education, nobody cares about your education. Nobody cares about it. Everyone, nobody. It, 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 let's say you didn't go to college. Let's say you went into the military. Let's say you started a business. After some point in life. Once you accomplish certain things, the only thing that people care about is, are you in a relationship? Why are you single? When are you going to have kids? What? What? Are, why was we talking about all that other stuff that fits going to boil down? I was like, I'm an, I don't want to digress, but I do want to get this out because it's real. I'm in a group on Facebook. And somebody posted a question and they said, why is it that good-looking women, um, educated, doing well for themselves, and blah, 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 whatever it said, why are they single? What's the problem? Why is it a problem? It wasn't a problem all through school. That wasn't the focus. But for some strange reason, once we accomplish the initial goal, everything 
for the rest of your life is going to be about a relationship. Okay, I got that out. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry, but it is. Okay, let's get back to gatekeepers. Okay. So we were talking about, we talked about my marriage before the water break and how I got into that because I didn't love myself and and I didn't have clear um, expectations and healthy boundaries and, and, you know, lack standards and all that good stuff. We talked about that. Well, I want to broaden the, 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 the playing field when we're talking about um, gatekeeping. It's not just about romantic relationships. It's not. It's also about other people. It could be family, friends, strangers, co-workers, um, you know, you, people, you know, your job, your business partner. It could be people at church, whatever the case may be. Um, there's one gate into your life and everyone has to pass through the same gate. And that gate, what that gate looks like is access, it's entryway. So I want you to think about not just like a romantic partnership or a romantic relationship. I want you to think about when you're thinking about who the gatekeeper of your life is and how important it is to have a gatekeeper that that extends access to you. Um, I want you to think about it applies to everyone that is going to be able to, you know, come through the front door. It could be family. It could be any friends or anybody. You know, just because someone has a particular place in your life doesn't mean they deserve a position in your life. Let me repeat that. Just because someone has a place in your life does not mean they deserve a position in your life. One more time. Just because someone has a place in your life does not give them the right to claim a position in your life. And the reason I want to point that out is because some people, because they have a place in your life, which it may be a family member or somebody that you've known since you grew up or whatever, that's that's their place in your life. But who gave them a position? I went through a, a, an experience several months ago where a family member who has a place in my life because of who they are, you know, the, the, the relationship I have with them in the family, they claimed a position in my life. They claimed an authoritative position in my life that they didn't have a right to, right? So I want you to think about that, you know, guard the gate. Just because somebody has a place in your life does not mean they have a position in your life. It may be you may um, have children with someone and you have to co-parent with them. That's their place in your life. But they, they can't. Now, I don't know. I, I'm talking. I'm speaking for myself. I don't know about how y'all run your household. But just because you co-parent with somebody don't mean they can come and go in your house as they please. That they claim that position. I'm the man of the house. No, we co-parent together. You know what I mean? So I, I want you to, as you're thinking about the gatekeeper and protecting what's inside, you're inside. Who's protecting you? 
In my case, I take responsibility for it. I am my gatekeeper. I look to God for discernment to help me know who should have access or not. Sometimes I feel it in my gut. Sometimes it's, it's intuitive. You know, that's a part of discernment. That's a gift. I can feel the energy. This person doesn't, they don't, they, they don't, they don't get a position. And then sometimes you have to be careful with people that have a place in your life that they stay in that place. <laughs> but that's another story for another day. But I'm, I'm being straight up, you know? Sometimes people need to know, hey, yes, you're, you have this place in my life and I'm going to need you to stay in that place because you're claiming a position that I didn't give you authority to. And that happens. But when you take ownership and responsibility for your life, you become your own gatekeeper. And these are things that I have learned on my intentional journey to self-love that have transformed my life. Now, I want you to take a piece of paper. I have mine right here. Grab a piece of paper. And I want you to write one, two, three on a piece of paper. And this is a gatekeeper challenge. I want you to write one, two, three. Gatekeeper challenge. Number one, I want you to write down who the gatekeeper of your life is. Be honest. It might not be you. It might not be anyone. It might be your mom. It might be somebody else. I don't know who it is. Only you know. Be honest and authentic with yourself. There is no transformation without transparency. Be honest. Be authentic. Write down who the gatekeeper of your life is. Or if you don't have one. Number two, on a scale of one to ten, ten being Fort Knox, one being there is no door on the hinges. I want you to write down how effective is your gatekeeper in protecting what's inside. Remember, you are inside. How effective is your gatekeeper of protecting you? And then number three, I want you to write down one thing that it has cost you. One thing that your gatekeeper has cost you. One thing that your gatekeeper has cost you that was important to you. That you lost because of the effectiveness of your gatekeeper protecting what's inside. One thing you've lost by not protecting yourself or not having proper protection for yourself. That is the exercise. It's the gatekeeper challenge. I am your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. I thank you for joining me. But before we go, if this has been helpful for you, please share it. Follow me on Spotify. Share this with a friend on your social media. Connect with me on Facebook. I am on Facebook, Sharon D. Meadows. Connect with me on Instagram. I am at the Journey to Self Love podcast. Let's connect. Let's let's get even more acquainted than just an intimate conversational podcast. Let's connect and touch each other so we can hold hands and take this walk together. I want us both to transform. 
this is your life. This is your journey to self-love. And I am your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. I'll see you the next time. Have a great one.